John chapter 14, 414, where Jesus speaks to the woman at the well, and he says, but whoever drinks the water that I give them will never thirst again, indeed. You see, why do we settle for generic stuff when we can have the real thing, when we can enjoy God himself and never thirst again? So I want to share with you uh, an intro to one of several sermons that I'm going to be ministering to you concerning the fruit of joy. And, and that's why I asked Beverly, I looked at Beverly, you know, she says, wow, you know, did you read my notes or something? Because we can actually talk about true joy, amen? How many of you guys are joyful here this morning? How many can honestly say, you know, I am joyful to the Lord? Well, we're going to learn today a little bit about true joy. And, and I've entitled my sermon, Identifying True Joy. We can have joy in all circumstances, my brother. It doesn't just have to be in certain areas, in certain times, but we can have true joy in every circumstance. And this morning I want to share with you, turn with me to 1 Peter chapter 1, and this is a small sermon intro that I want to do for you, but I want you to understand something. I want you to begin to think about joy, amen, about having true joy in the Lord, about having true joy in all circumstances. Now, how many here have had a difficult time this week? Anybody here, right? And sometimes it's hard for us to keep that joy alive. You know, you know, something happened, something went wrong, and it's like, you know, Lord, I love you, and it's just difficult to maintain that joy. How many of you guys are witnesses here this morning? Amen. And I want to read with you here in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 8 and 9. It says, though you have not seen him, Peter is speaking to a group of individuals here, okay? And he's saying, though you have not seen him, which is Jesus Christ, you love him. And even though you do not see him right now, it says that you believe in him and listen and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Even though you have not seen him, you love him. And even if you don't see him here right now, you believed in him. And because you believe in him, there is inexpressible and glorious joy. Can I tell you, that's what faith does for you and me. When we have faith in Christ, it doesn't matter what circumstances we are in, we can have inexpressible and glorious joy during those times. Can you say amen? And Peter is speaking to a large group of Christians, just like here this morning, and he commends them for their faith. Amen? During their trials and sorrows. Now, I don't know about you, but I've gone through some trials, right? I've gone through sorrows, and I've gone through some valleys, amen? But I can honestly tell you that as long as I keep in the Word, as long as I know Christ Jesus, that I am able to make it through that time and trials with joy. Now, it's not easy. It's difficult. But it can be done. Can you say Amen. And it's their faith that has allowed them to rejoice with joy, unspeakable, and full of glory. This joy is inexpressible, and it cannot be described in words. Have you ever known anybody that's going through something, and you see them still joyful, you still 
see them happy. You still see them going on. It's like, man, how is it that you can make it through? How is it that you have this joy in you? I mean, you just been through some stuff. Can I tell you, it's the joy of the Lord. And in any circumstance, we can have joy. And he reminds them that through faith, they have already received the final and the most important thing that you and I have to understand in the result and the outcome, and that is our salvation. Can I tell you, that's the key of faith. Even though we have not seen him, we love him. That's faith. Even though we don't see him here right now, but we love him, we obey him. That is faith. And it's through faith, amen, can you say amen, Amen. that we can rejoice in times of sorrow and in any circumstance. So how do I obtain the identity of true joy in my life? Can I tell you here this morning, the very first thing is that it starts by acknowledging Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. We need Jesus Christ. In order for us to even start enjoying joy, we need him. He needs to be a part of our lives. He needs to be of everything that happens. When we wake up in the morning, it's got to be him. Not the cross, but the person who hung on the cross, who died on the cross for me, who I was, I, I, I didn't deserve it, but on the third day rose again. And is seated at the right hand of the Father. And he's interceding for you and me every day of our lives. But in order for us to receive true joy during the hard times of our lives, we need him. We need to acknowledge him in our hearts and in our lives. And if you're here this morning and you've never accepted him in your life, can I tell you, you will never receive true joy until you place him in your life. So the very first step is we need him. In order for us to enjoy true joy, we need him. Second thing is we need to know him. He wants a relationship. Now, I've said this many times. When you started dating your, your, your spouse or your spouse-to-be, right, one of the things is you didn't just call her once a month. You were on the phone, what, three or four times a day? And now you're texting, now you're, you know, whatever it is, whatever. You know, you, you wanted to be a part of that person because you wanted to build a relationship. You wanted to know who that person was. You wanted to be with that person every time that you had a, a, a chance. I, you know, I want to call you. I want to. I can't make it without you. <laughs> Remember those lines? Oh man, I need you. Right? Your legs must be hurting because you've been running through my mind all day long. And you wanted that relationship. Can I tell you, in order for you and I to receive true joy in all circumstances, we need to take time to read the scriptures, my brother. We need to know the word of God. We need to get on our knees and we need to begin to pray and ask God, God, give me direction. Let me know what it is that I have to do, Lord. I'm going through something. There's sorrow. There's trials that I'm going through. And God says, look, it's through those trials that you will build perseverance. But in order for that to happen, you have to have a relationship with me. And the third thing is that we need to maintain in him. I'm talking to every born-again believer here this morning. Not only do we need to know him, 
but we need to maintain in him. Brothers and sisters, we need to be connected to the source. Can you say amen? amen. Even the baby agreed. <laughs> Listen, it's not just an ordinary thing to, 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 to have him and just to know him. But can I tell you, we have to be connected to him all the time. We need to be connected to the source. We don't need no generic things. We don't need the substitutes. We, don't, we need him. We need to be connected to the source. Because as soon as we're disconnected from the source, then we're on our own. And here we are, and we're going through trials, and we're going through situations in our life. And listen, and, and it's hard to maintain joy, Pastor. I'm trying to be joyful, and I'm having these things. Things are just happening. I have no idea why. Have you taken the time to be connected to the source? Or have you disconnected yourself from him? Where are you in your spiritual walk with God? Is he just a Sunday God to you? Or is he an everyday, every moment individual that I can't be without him? Every morning I have to speak to him. Every moment of my life I need him. When I'm going through situations in my life, he's the first person I run to. Not the government, not the city, not to my friend, not to my, my pals on, on Facebook. He's the one. And in order for us to have true joy, my brother, be connected to him always. Don't disconnect yourself from him. Can I tell you that there are a lot of people that walk around, and I'm talking also about born-again believers, that there are people that we're not only disconnected, but we will never be happy until we have Christ in our life because he completes the puzzle in our lives. There are a lot of people that walk around and say certain things and do certain things, but I guarantee you that if you don't have that puzzle piece in Christ in your life, you will never fulfill, you will never feel fulfilled in your life. It doesn't matter how much money you got, how much fame you have, how things are going for you. Pastor, I've got a job. My wife is doing well. My kids are doing well. Everything is going well for me. I just got a brand new car. I, you know, things are happening. I got a raise at work. But can I tell you, if you don't have him in your life and if you're not connected, you're still missing that piece. And it doesn't matter that the circumstances that you're going through, that's going to show the type of fruit you have. Pastor, I go to church, I do all these things, I give, I try to do my best, but if you're disconnected from him, can I tell you, we can stand up here and we can see it in your faces. There is not true joy, my brother. Many artists, many movie stars, even Christian artists, they go through their whole life and they paint this pretty picture of how they're doing well. Just a few weeks ago, there was a, a, a famous uh, actor who just took his life. And he had everybody fooled because he was a comedian. He was always happy. He did all these things and all this. And before you know it, he took his own life. Why? He was missing the missing piece. In order for you and I to really experience true joy and to have happy hour, my brother, every, we don't, <laughs> this, I could get, I could get deep in that. 
I can. And if, if, if I hurt your feelings this morning, I don't apologize. Because it comes from the word. If you're the kind of person that you think you need happy hour in order to get away from your sorrows and your trials, then you're disconnected. The joy of the Lord is my strength, my brother. I don't find joy in anything else. I don't need anything else. I don't need no substitute. I've got the real thing. Because what happens when people go home after happy hour? The problem is still there. You just don't feel it. Come on. Being honest. So it starts by acknowledging him and knowing him and being connected to him. That's the first step. We need him because we are all sinners. And the most famous one of uh, scripture of all, for we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the good thing about it is while we were still sinners, it says that Christ died for us. And the relationship that he wants is I'm here to let you know that he is the only way. John 14, 6 says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes unto the Father except through him. Colossians 1.18 says, And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that everything he might have supremacy over. And we must maintain faithful, connected. 1 Samuel 12.24 only fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart. For consider what great things he has done for you. I got to stay connected because he has done great things in my life. Man, he drug me out from where I was at. Even though I come from a Christian home, even though my, my dad was a pastor, even though we were at church every Sunday, if I didn't know him and if I didn't accept him and if I didn't connect to him... I'm still a lost soul. And you think I didn't have peer pressure? You don't think that I wanted to go out and do some of these things that some of these other individuals, they, they took part of, and it was really difficult for me. But I had to stay connected. And it's during those times that I could feel true joy, my brother, because I was connected to him. Can you say Amen. We must maintain faithful. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5 says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Now listen, in order for you and me to experience true joy in any of the fruits that are found in Galatians chapter 5, which is love, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, we must acknowledge Him first. In order for us to demonstrate those things in our lives, we have to have him. We've got to be connected. If we're not connected, I guarantee you, you cannot demonstrate those things, right, in a truthful way. You're making it up. And in order for you and me to experience true joy, we need him in our lives. We need that missing peace. 
Real quick, I want to share with you, there are two types of joy that I want to share with you this morning. Joy number one, it's defined as an emotion. Emotion of great delight or happiness caused by something exceptionally good or satisfying. Now listen, this type of joy, can I tell you, is only temporary. It only experienced during the time of prosperity. Only when things go well, my brother, do I have joy. That's that kind of joy. That's the kind of joy that you have when you find yourself either disconnected or you don't know him or you never met him. But that's the kind of joy that you carry with you. That when you find yourself disconnected and you're away from God and you say, you know what, God, I receive joy. But the only time that you receive joy, it's when things are going well. When things are, are, are paying off you, when there's prosperity in your life. You know, everything's going well. Nobody's sick and everything. But you're disconnected from God and you feel that joy only when things are going well. But as soon as something, a trial comes up. Then we see the true fruit. And unfortunately, it's in the church. It's not just the people outside, but it's as born again believers. We find ourselves sometimes finding joy, but only in prosperity. And how can we tell? By your fruit, my brother. When we meet you at the store, when we see you at Walmart or HEB, right? When we see you at the mall or someplace and, or we see you walking around and you see these particular individuals and you say, how's it going, Man, brother? Things are good. God is good, brother. God is good. Then you see them two days later. How's it going? Uh, uh, you know, it could be better. It's totally changed. There's only joy when things are going well. And they find themselves disconnected and, and they say, brother, how's it? You know, we haven't seen you around very much. You know, we've had activities. We know where you've been. We're here to, to lift each other up. We're here to, to pray with you. know, I haven't seen you in a life group in a while. Well, you know, it's just one of those things. That's that joy. And that joy only comes when we're disconnected from God and we don't have him. And we don't know him. And we don't keep that relationship. Can you say Amen. And if you guys have ever heard this statement, I must fake it till I make it, that's unbiblical. Right? Because if you're connected <laughs> and you know him, if I'm connected, I'm going to get electrocuted. And <clears throat> if I'm connected, I don't have to fake it, my brother. I have the true, I have the most important thing in my life that I don't have to fake my joy. I don't have to put on a mask. I have the real thing. And I don't have to fake it till I make it. Listen to what the scriptures say, Philippians 4.4, rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Not just when things are going well. Not just when things are happening, when you're prospering and when things seem to be everything's okay. That's the only time. But rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. 
Nehemiah 8.10 tells us that the joy of the Lord is my strength. I don't have to fake it till I make it. Because I can make it every day. Every day of my life is happy hour. I can rejoice in the Lord always. And this type of joy is only expressed during positive circumstances in your life. Joy number two. This is the kind of joy that I want. This is the type of joy that I hope that you understand. It's defined as spiritual. Amen. It's not carnal. And it satisfies your soul. Spiritual joy is not emotional, but it's inexpressible, incomprehensive, unexplainable, and present in all circumstances. Not just during the, not just when you're prospering, not just when things are going well. This type of joy, this, this spiritual joy, I'm, I, you know, I forgot to, to get you to write, didn't I? Man, can you do that for me now? I was going to use her to write something for me. And I got carried away with the electricity thing over here. (laughs) If you can just write spiritual joy, that's it. But she's got better handwriting than I do it. Spiritual joy. Again, spiritual joy, it's not emotional, but it's inexpressible. It's incomprehensive. It's unexplainable, and it presents itself in all circumstances. Even when you feel surrounded or you're trapped, or when you're going through a a tough time or trials, and sometimes you feel alone, or maybe you go through difficult situations in your life, this type of joy exists. Can you say amen? Luke 6, through 23 tells us, Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and insult you and reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. It says, Rejoice on that day and leap for joy because great is a reward in heaven. Listen, the greatest reward we already have. By faith we have received salvation. That's what Peter was talking about. He says, man, you have inexpressibly great, uh, glorious joy in your life. Even though you're going through trials, even though you're going through circumstances, it's at those times that it's, it's unexplainable. And many of you here are testimony to that. I could probably pin, uh, pinpoint you out and say, look, brother, share your testimony. And share with people how good God has been to you, even through your times of trial. How is it, my brother? How is it, my sister, that you can still be happy? How is it that you can still rejoice? I don't see how you do it. It's not me, my brother. I'm connected to the source. It's God who lives in me, who gives me joy. That's the kind of joy that I'm talking about. That in all circumstances, you can experience it. That's the kind of joy that he's talking about. James 1, 2 through, through uh, 3 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the test of your faith produces perseverance. Can I tell you that if you're going through trials, if you're going through issues, that we can have joy during those circumstances. 
But you're going through trials. You're going through issues. You're going through difficulties. There are things in your life. Man, every day, Pastor, I regret going to work because, man, there are issues at my work. Can I tell you that it's during those times the Bible says that God can give you joy. That when your boss or somebody tells you, hey, listen, you're making mistakes. You're doing all these things. I'm coming. And they come down at you all the time. Can I tell you, just smile back at them. Why are you smiling? Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. And in the midst of whatever it is, I can correct it. And if I can't correct it, if you want to let me go, you let me go. Because I know that where you close this door, my God's going to open other doors. And you know what you can tell him? says, you know what? I believe that your company is blessed because I'm blessed. You let me go, your company's going down. Oh, no, 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 no. Come on, brothers and sisters, there is joy in the midst of all circumstances. That's the kind of joy that you want to have. And God says, it's able, it's unexplainable. That's why whenever people are going through things and you says, you know, Lord, you know, uh, show them how it is. Give them, Lord God, joy and, and be with them throughout their whole time. Show them and, and give them that peace that surpasses all understanding. That's when you're going through something very hard and difficult. That's when you can still say, God, thank you. Even though, even though, even though, I thank you. That's the joy of the Lord, my brother. We should always be joyful. If you consider yourself a born-again believer, we should always be joyful. People should see you in the streets and it says, oh man, here comes a holy roller. You know what you tell them? If you knew what I was rolling, you'd be rolling too. <laughs> Come on. Really? <clears throat> and many of us here have testimonies of trials and difficulties that we've been through. And we can honestly say, I rejoice in those times. I still stay joyful regardless of whatever situation. Regardless of what I've been through. You know... Bring it, bring all that you have. It doesn't matter because if God can bring me through that, he can bring me through this and he can bring me through that as long as I stay focused and connected to Christ. That's joy, my brother. That's the kind of joy I want. I don't want the kind of joy that only happens during prosperity. I want joy that not only happens during prosperity, but it happens during my trials and circumstances that I go. And if I'm able to have that, can I tell you, I will have prosperity all the time. I may not have it in financially, but I have it because my salvation is set. That's why Peter said, that's why he said what he said. You're already rejoicing. You've already reached your goal. And that goal of your faith is salvation. And to be rejoicing and know God one day. One day all these trials, all these difficulties, and all these things, God, that come against me, physically, whatever it is, disease, whatever it might be, God, one day, God, when I'm there with you, all this is going to be gone. And we rejoice because of Him. It's Him. It's connected to Him. It, he's everything. We can't experience true joy without Him. 
This is the reason why, my brother, that we always call and we pray for you and we ask, you know, how are things going? Listen, stay connected. Don't go away. Don't stay away. But come together and let God put that peace back in your life so that you would be a whole piece. Some of us are bigger pieces and some are smaller pieces. But let God connect us together. Can I tell you in Psalms 35, it tells us, weeping may stay for a night. But what? Joy comes in the morning. I'm not here to tell you, brother, that you're not going to go through trials. I'm not going to stand here and say you're not going to go through sorrows. We're going to go through them. But if we stay connected to him, and we believe in his word and all his promises. He says, it's just for a little while. It's just for a little while. Now, pastor, I've been going through this for many, many years. It's just for a little while. Because joy is coming in the morning. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Pastor Mike Pacina of Trinity Abundant Life Church. If you're ever in the area, please stop by and join us for corporate worship every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. We are located at 412 Cumberland Drive in Austin, Texas, 78704. If you would like more information, feel free to call us at area code 512-447-4711. And don't forget to visit us on Facebook at Trinity ALC. Thank you and have a blessed day.